welcome to Peaceful Ease. We all have the necessary strength and wisdom to solve most of our problems. What we often lack is a quiet space to think clearly and calmly. This podcast is all about tapping into that zone of inner wisdom. My name is Mario Pareca, and I'd like to invite you to join myself and Ela Crane every Monday and Friday. We'll be here to guide you to that endless power and insight within until you learn how to get there and function from there by yourself. This is a journey about being authentic, learning how to trust your instincts, realizing that each and every one of us are not just enough, but also perfect the way we are right now. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Peaceful Ease podcast. I'm Mario Pareca here with Ela Crane. And we want to invite you first and foremost to visit Ela online at peacefulease.com and also send us any info, ideas, questions, comments, anything you like at hello at peacefulease.com. And I wanted to bring that up at the beginning of the show because that's really something we're going to dive into here is we've been getting your feedback over the past few weeks as we've been doing Peacefulies. And one of the topics that keeps coming up from people who are listening is judgments. And so I brought this up to Ela as we were talking, and we were talking about judgments. And Ela travels a lot. She travels to meet new people, to experience new cultures. She travels to expand herself. And on one of her travels, she started to tell me this story that happened to her recently on one of her travels. And this story had to do with judgment, which is what people have been saying. And the interesting thing is, to the average person, you probably wouldn't even have picked this up. It's just something that happened. It's a normal breakfast or whatever. But Ela took this really simple insight, this really simple thing that happened, and she saw the distinction in it. And it's really, really profound. So I want to invite her to tell this story again. And hopefully this will speak to a lot of you who've been writing in and talking about feeling judged or had this thing of judging other people, because we talk a lot about judgments and how to curb them, so to speak, or not to be so judgmental in the moment, or try not to be anyway. And so this story, it's such a simple story, yet profound. So Ela, I'm going to turn it over to you to just retell this story and try to tell it exactly how you did to me, because it was awesome. (laughs) Thank you, Mario. I try. So this happened when I was in India, and I went to India. I go there every year for some teachings on meditation and mindfulness. I enrolled to this six-year course, which is going to be 10 years, they say, but I'm up for it. So every April, I'm in Delhi. And during these teachings, it was interesting because we were having breakfast with a bunch of people, and the person I was talking with said something about a monk sitting kind of at the next table and he said like oh look at that monk how fast he's eating and I said what's wrong with it and he was like well you know he's supposed to be mindful and I thought okay what's something puzzled me there and I thought well maybe he's about to catch a flight. It was towards the end of the course. Maybe he's leaving early and he's in a rush. But then I realized this is not about the monk. This is not about the way he's eating. This was about my friend, this person I was talking to, being so critical about himself. Because I realized if he's saying this about that monk or some other people, he's telling this to himself all the time. And then 
I remembered bits and pieces of our conversations in different times throughout the two weeks we were there. And he was very critical of himself. And in a way, it was like he wants to do his best, which is great. And that's a part of the kind of judgment that can be kind of yearning to be better, which is fine. But also he was giving himself such a hard time. And from that, I realized that when we judge others, it's just a reflection of the judgment of ourselves. So if you see someone or hear someone being critical of this person and that person or being critical of you saying you're always like this or you do that, why do you do that? Why do you do it this way? Instead of taking it personal, you can realize that, hey, this is not about me. This is about this person and this person. It's just a relationship problem between this person and himself or herself, basically. And that brings up this thought to me, as you were saying, that is we focus so much on judgment and people have been talking about it. When we judge other people, instead of trying to stop judging other people, go inward and try to see where am I judging myself? And if you work on that, that should translate into giving other people the benefit of the doubt. That's very true. And uh, maybe in a different episode, I can take our listeners to these four questions that I use in my workshops to kind of turn this inner judge into a close friend. But right now, I just want to point out to one simple fact that all this judgment, especially inner judgment, is coming from a sense of not being right. Us not being right or us not being enough. So we strive for more. We strive to be better. The judge, the teacher, the parent figure in our heads, he or she just wants us to be better. So its intention is not wrong. You know, when we hear this inner critic saying, oh, you're too fat, too thin, too tall, too short, too rich, too poor, whatever the criticism is. doesn't matter how rational or irrational that is. Its intention is that this voice wants you to be good and safe and happy and maybe better. But the way the voice comes across and the way that the voice talks to you is the unhealthy part. And some people, because I did a lot of workshops on perfectionism, and one of the questions I got all the time again and again was like, well, if I wasn't yearning to be perfect, I will do nothing. And it's the same with this judgmental voice, inner critic. Well, if I didn't have this inner critic, I would just sit all day long and do nothing. I would just be a couch potato. And I ask you, is that true? If you're thinking that way about yourself, that you always need to be pushed and forced to do things, and you always need to weep yourself to achieve this and that, is that really true? And if it's true, what are you going to do when you achieve everything you want to achieve? So are you working to become a couch potato? Because once you do everything you want to do, and if your theory is right about yourself that you will just, unless you had some force pushing you, you would do nothing, then when you get to where you want to get to, you will just do nothing. 
And I bet it's not true because things are not black and white. We don't have to whip ourselves or we don't have to be couch potatoes. There's something in between. And you can call that flow. You can call that just being in tune or ease or peace, whatever you like. But there's something in between. And if you come to terms, if you make peace with that inner critic, the judge in your head, by realizing that he or she wants you to just be happy, you can use that energy for better. You can, instead of being critical, you can change your feel to joy or self-expression and start creating from there that point rather than criticism and dislike. One of the interesting things that that brought up, just listening to you explain all of that, is judgment on ourselves. For some reason in my own life, when I look at at myself and my progression as I've gotten older, when I look at myself, I've always been somewhat of a futurist where I'm always, the, even when I was a young, young kid, I can remember thinking like, when I was six years old, I remember thinking, what's it going to be like when I'm 20? And what do I have to do today to make when I'm 20 be where I am? And had these unrealistic expectations in certain areas. But when I really came to this conclusion or when I really understood this, I was actually working, I did a session with a hypnotist and they did a life regression exercise. And I went back and I was able to subconsciously talk to myself in different periods of my life and what would I like to say to myself back then. And I realized that myself today, going back and talking to like my six-year-old self or even my 20-year-old self, I'm much more kind and accepting to that version of me now than I was to myself then. And even that made me think today, how am I being to myself today? Because in 30 years, I'll probably want to come back and say the same thing, which is like, just be, it's going to be okay. You don't have to do that to yourself. And so my question, I guess, is to you is, as I think of that and look at that, it's like, that was just a very helpful exercise for me to go back and see how I would treat myself at that point, And it allows me today to kind of release that judgment because I am the same person, right? Just a different period of life. And if I'm okay with myself, then why can't I be okay with myself today? And I think a lot of us have that, like we can forgive ourselves for things that happened in the past. Some of us, you know, if we're open to that, but it's like, what about today? What about what's going on right now? Can you accept who you are right now in order to embrace who you're going to become. I mean, that just came up for me. Does that resonate at all? Absolutely. And <laughs> it's funny because you do things without knowing that they're a practice or it's amazing like how tuned you are, Mario. It's a meditation practice that you can do at home. What you just described is you imagine, I think I read it in one of Thich Nhat Hanh's books. He's a marvelous teacher, by the way. He's a Zen master and meditation teacher, and he's written, I don't know, dozens of books. And in one of his books, he talks about imagining the child version of you. And I really like visualize. If you had, you know, curly hair or straight and like visualize the use on your face, the curiosity in your eyes and everything, just like sitting right next to you, that little kid. And then just 
look at him or her and say, you're absolutely perfect. It's just like you are who you are and all your fears, all your worries or whatever you have, even if you're like naughty, you know, like everything is just perfect. You're just being a kid. And then the second stage of the practice is you visualize an older version of you in 20 years, 30 years, much wiser, calmer, more stable, and really see that person. Imagine yourself older, the wrinkles, maybe the lack of hair, the extra pounds. <laughs> and then hear that person talking to you and telling you the same thing. You're absolutely perfect, just the way you are. Because this you right now will lead to that wiser you, who's already in you, by the way. It's just a matter of expression. You're already that person. You don't need to wait 20 years, 30 years. But even if it happens then, it's okay. And just sit with these versions of you all together, feeling complete. That's a beautiful exercise. I highly recommend everyone go through that because it made a profound impact on me when I was able to do that. And it almost felt like a weight was lifted off of my shoulders when I could go back and tell that little kid. And, you know, I had some, I felt bad. And when I say felt bad, I had some compassion and sympathy for that little kid and for that, you know, younger version of me because I remember like at certain points what it was like judging myself, going through that, building to there. And so when I could go back and tell myself and let that go, it, like I said, when you come back to the present moment, it allows you to just let go now because you're still the same person. You're going to get to that other point. So why carry that around? Absolutely. And next time you face judgment, whether it's inner judgment or external, someone judging you, criticizing you, especially if someone is doing that externally, just remember it's not about you. What you're seeing is that person's behavior towards themselves being reflected externally. And when you see your own judgment, please do not judge yourself for being judgmental towards yourself <laughs> because that just creates this vicious loop. And just see it. Oh, here we go. I'm doing it again. And maybe smile to it which sounds counterintuitive. I know it's not what you want to do right then, but this is how you can break that habit of telling yourself off or giving yourself a hard time. You're not going to break that habit by telling yourself off further. You're going to break that habit by doing something completely unexpected, like smiling at it, noticing it, and letting it through. And then... It will happen less and less until one day you just are at ease with who you are. And you just say, hey, this is who I am. I own my shortcomings. I own my dark sides. I own everything I feel. This is what I signed up for. This is why I'm here. I'm experiencing the human condition and it comes with all these 
emotions and thoughts and everything is fine. There is nothing I feel that hasn't been felt before. And it's the same for each of us. There is no new emotions coming up. It's been the same for thousands and millions of years. So we are on the same boat together and everything is just fine. That acknowledgement is so powerful because when you get to the point where you can acknowledge that you've made a judgment, that's when the shift begins. Well, that's what started with me anyway, because when I would do something like I noticed that, uh, for example, I was very hard on myself. I would say things to myself that I would never say to anyone else. Like I would respect other people, be very courteous. But then if I would make a mistake or do something that I didn't want to happen, I would really let myself have it internally, like in my mind, the things I would say. And when I started to realize that and acknowledge it, it didn't mean it didn't happen anymore. I was just able to say, oh, I did it again. I would step back and I would apologize to myself and I would forgive myself. <laughs> that's how I broke that I habit. It. <laughs> I would apologize to myself, forgive myself, and then I could move on. And after doing that, now I'm much easier on myself. But it started with acknowledging that it was happening and then being able to recognize it when it did. And so even though you still did it, recognizing it is the first step to changing it, I think. And this is the essence of my work. You know, when people ask me what I do, I sometimes say I help people become best friends with themselves because we treat ourselves way worse than we treat others. It's like if a friend of yours comes to you and says, you know what, I really messed it up this time. It's never going to be the same again. And you will say, hey, calm down, what happened? You know, it's okay, you know, everyone makes a mistake. You will just be there for that person. But if you do the same mistake, oh, what an idiot I am. Why did I do that? How can I? And then it's just like this self-dislike that we live with. But if we can shake hands with ourselves and be at peace, if we can be best friends to ourselves then we can genuinely be best friends to anyone and really be there and inspire others to be like that at ease and just peaceful. I'll tell one story really quickly and then we can wrap things up. But this just reminded me of this, the best friends with yourself. Whenever you're listening to this in 2019, you can go back and look at this on YouTube. There is a kid drafted by the New York Jets in the NFL draft. And he was an offensive lineman and they were doing an interview with him after he was drafted. And in the middle of the interview, he sneezes. But after he sneezes, he blessed himself and thanked himself and then <laughs> continued the interview like it never happened. It was hilarious. He sneezed and he went, bless you. Thank you. And then he kept going with the interview like it didn't happen. That's a great example <laughs> of being best friends of yourself. Not only did he bless himself, but he thanked himself for blessing himself. So go find that video and watch it. It's hilarious. It's awesome. But he didn't even miss a beat. And you know that he is best friends with himself. Yeah, absolutely. If you get to that point when you can do that, you know you're in a good place. Yeah, if you can look in the mirror in the mornings and just have that same attitude, you look good this morning. Thank you. <laughs> you're <laughs> That's there. It. That's it. Ela, thank you so much. This has been a great episode. I love your stories. I love talking about this because it just opens my eyes so much more about judgment and how, you know, we really do, we can project a lot of times. And then we can go back and a lot of times getting over that hurdle is not as difficult as we think it is. It takes some inner work. But the good news is when you do the inner work, it's all within. 
So it's not like you don't have to have anyone else do anything or you don't have to count anyone else. You just have to do the work on yourself. You have to have that desire and treat yourself kinder. Absolutely. And thank you so much, Mario, for being here with me. I'm having so much fun. I'm learning so much. So it's an absolute pleasure. And I want to remind people to find us at peacefulease.com and to also send in your feedback. Feedback like yours is what made today's topic possible. So continue to send in those emails. Hello at peacefulease.com. We can't wait to hear from you. And do you have anything you want to leave people with before we go today? Just notice when you judge yourself and notice what happens to you when somebody else criticizes you. Be cognizant. For Ela Crane, I'm Mario Pereca. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you very soon on the next episode of the Peaceful Ease Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Peaceful Ease Podcast. If this episode resonated with you, please share it with friends and family. Remember, the bigger the support, the more fun the journey becomes. If you'd like to get in touch with Ela, you can reach out to her at peacefulease.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Until next time, be kind to yourself.